them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... for the Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. David Teal comes up in about half an hour. The Radford University game tomorrow night. National television. I want you to think about that a little bit. It sold out last time, so we'll see how it does. We'll talk to David about a myriad of things going around. But right now, as always at this time, it's time for Bill Roth and the Roth Report. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. And good morning, William. How are you? Good morning. Good to be with you today. How are things? We're doing great. And we have a very special guest back in the studio with us. Louise is in the house here this morning. Louise Baker, welcome. Great to have you here as well. We're going to give some tickets away again today. Absolutely. How are you this morning, Bill? I'm well. We have so much to get to today. It's a big day for Hokies men's and women's basketball. Huge week for both teams. There's so much going on. And then the Super Bowl Sunday. Do you have a party planned? Any big plans for Sunday? Uh, no. I'll, I'll get back so late the day before because Radford plays at Charleston Southern. I'll probably be sleeping most of the day until the game. So, How about you, Louise? <laughs> Anything fun? Well, I'm going to the ladies' game on Sunday yeah, against Florida right. State. Huge game there. Yeah. yeah, so since my Cowboys nor Georgia's Steelers are in, so <laughs> no, we're going to watch it, but we're not going to be cheering much. Right, right. I will be watching the brothers. Yes, the Kelsey brothers. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll That's be been fun. fun. They should have the mom out there doing the coin toss, shouldn't they? That'd be great. Yeah, I think that would be good. That'd be awesome. Mom or dad will <laughs> either be, one. Yeah, either one, either one. Uh, what do you think tonight, Bill? Tech and uh, BC, by the way. I mean, a game that they should win. But uh, what do you think for Tech going forward right now? Well, it's a huge game because they lost the game at Boston College. And a win does not help them in the net rankings because BC comes into this game tonight at 188. That's right. their rank. Mm-hmm. Hokies are 50th. Uh, so they're kind of right on the outside looking in for an at-large bid. Uh, but they lost to BC earlier. So a win does not help. In fact... Depending on what else happens tonight, it, the Hokies could win this game tonight and drop. Mm-hmm. But if they lose, they will definitely drop. And coming up, as you look down the stretch here in the ACC, and this is 
this is what hurts the Hokies now from an at-large standpoint. Notre Dame is 196. Florida State is 208. Georgia Tech is 225. Mm. And Louisville is 327. So the Hokies, even if they run the table, will drop in the net rank. Right. Even if they win them all. And so that's why that, that victory over UVA was so huge. And they're going to have to, they're going to have to do some work in the ACC tournament. I think everyone knows, and they got to win on the road. The Hokies are zero and seven on right. the road. That's got to change, You're right? And they're they're only three and five against quad one teams. So, but they're running out of opportunities, and that's just the way it works, right? You knew that the end of the se- the season, the last two three weeks, you were playing the bottom teams in the league over and over and over. So your record might look pretty good, but your resume won't, as the way the system is, your resume won't improve. What are your thoughts? I was talking about it a little bit last hour about Jim Beheim. I think uh, Jim Beheim and Gino Auriemma are really having a hard time not winning. I, that's exactly right. That's, that was my take exactly. When yes. you win, yes. So, so Coach Beheim, he jumped on a couple of student reporters, and then last week he uh, he he got Wake Forest. He ripped Wake Forest for buying a program. He ripped Pittsburgh for buying a program, which he walked back. He ripped Miami, but did not walk it back. No. Uh, and then he said, it's up to me whether I come back and coach next year, no one else's decision. And then yesterday came out with a statement, well, it's actually up to the university and the athletic department. Mm-hmm. I think he's having a hard time adjusting. He's in his 80s. I think he's having a hard time adjusting to the NIL. I think he's having a hard time adjusting to not winning. And I think the same thing is happening with Gino Ariema, who all of a sudden can't beat South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, when Connecticut was beating everybody 108-30, to 30, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And he was smiling. And now he cannot beat Don Staley. Can't beat him. That's seven in a row. And last night, Don says, I've had enough. UConn beat everybody's brains in for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And now we're beating them. And, and, he, and he's ripping my team. He says, I, uh, she says, I coach some of the best people in the world. And, and I think, you know, it, it, if you are the greatest coach ever in women's basketball, which Gino will go down as, I would assume, right? Yeah, I would think so. Sure. He'll pass uh, Pat Summit if he hasn't okay. already in terms of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that smile is great, but if you lose seven in a row, you don't rip the other team because you they, they beat some people. I, I saw a couple of those games against Virginia Tech, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, they're up 90 to 35 in the, in the second half, and they're still going. Okay. Um, you know, no one ever ripped you. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, and I, I, I think, but the bottom line is this: I think they're having a hard time losing. I agree because they've they've won so much, and that, and that if you win ninety seven percent of your games over a thirty year period, and now you're not winning, it's frustrating. But you shouldn't be taking it out on Don Staley. You shouldn't be taking it out on the University of South Carolina. Uh, get better, right? That's what South Carolina did, right? Oh yeah, they committed. They got to better. It. Yes, absolutely. Priority. It's just a it's a bad look, and that's and that's the one thing about lose with class, you lose with humility, especially if you're a great coach like both of those guys are. Yeah, they need to pull in that ego a little. No, bit. No, and it's so hard, isn't it, for those oh people? It, it really is. And Bayham criticized, by the way, three programs that have surpassed his. But notice mm-hmm. that he's highlighted three that had moved past mm-hmm. his own. You program. know, it's like the guy that for the first time in six years has to sit in coach on an airplane and is screaming <laughs> at the flight attendant. <laughs> Stop it already. True. Take a seat. (laughs) 
On the other hand, how about Kareem's class last night as LeBron broke his record? Oh, what a guy. On the court, uh, what he said, um, Kareem, the most gracious. I mean, that was a record that a lot of people thought would never be. I know, me included, yeah. He's well. He's always been class personified, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And well, when, when, nah, you know, when he had to speak his mind, yeah, you know, he was he was certainly a political actor. He was, he was back in the time, but he was honest. Uh, you know, he was honest to true his feelings. But he uh, he's been he's been very classy in this, and uh, uh, that's an amazing record that James broke. I went back and looked at some NBA stats last night. It's amazing how. Look at his re- uh, LeBron James rebounds and assists and three point shots, just incredible. Uh, his career, just statistically, uh, how how he's dominated statistically for such a long time. Yeah, it was. And then he scores two points in the fourth, and they lose the game. <laughs> they lose the game. Yeah, yeah. No one's mentioning the fact that they did, they did lose the game. <laughs> Uh, but it is, uh, and you're right. It's nice to see that the way it transferred over with Kareem and, and class. All we want is that's all we want. We just want people to respect and have class. It, it just seems so like it's that, so hard. Is, is that um, is that the Laker way? Right. Like I mean, I know they had some drama obviously during the Kobe, you know, uh, magic time. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the Lakers have been a really classy organization. Yeah, I would agree with that. The players that come through there. Yeah. I would think so. I would think so. And LeBron's probably the last of the old school guard, too, where the game seems to be higher than the uh, the lifestyle that the game presents to these players, which is what we see now with guys like Kyrie Irving, right? I mean, uh, that whole thing is just a disaster to begin with. I don't know why Dallas thinks that he's going to all of a sudden turn turn a different shade of uh, in terms of his attitude down there because it's not going to change. Well, it's February 8th, and, and you know, they, they, they want to make a run, and Dallas I'm talking about, and there's no guarantee that Irving's there next year. No, he won't be. He won't I, I be. doubt it as well. But it's a, it's a nice little pickup here, and can, can you get us through the NBA playoffs? And that's probably what they'll do. Right, him. right. And New Jersey, you know, he's out the door. He bashed the Nets. They're probably glad to see him gone. Absolutely. All right, now we do have some tickets to give away. Um, yes, we do. We have Louise, women. what do we have today? Oh, well, Louise loaded us up here today now. She did. Well, we have three <laughs> We have three home games left for ladies basketball. The next one after the wonderful, wonderful win over NC State this past weekend, we have Sunday the 12th is Florida State. That is going to be a barn burner. The next one is Duke on Thursday the 16th. I don't have tickets for that today, but like Rick and I have spoken, if there's anybody listening that really would like to go to the game and tickets seem to be an obstacle, let us know. Reach out to myself, reach out to Rick, because these ladies really deserve our support. They really need us. And I would love one time this season to sell out Castle Coliseum for the ladies. It's sold out for the men. And then the last game is Seniors Day on February the 19th. So we have four tickets to Florida State this coming Sunday and then four for next Sunday the 19th. Okay, so this Florida State game is huge. For those that don't know, the Hokies women's team is playing five straight games against ranked teams. That started the other night in Raleigh Mm -hmm. in the Play for K game, which Tech won to improve to 19-4. and Hokies are ranked 11th in the country. Uh, Sunday they play Florida State, which is also a top-10 team. And, you know, these are <laughs> – it's the opposite of the men's team, right? <laughs> it really and is. Their schedule's backloaded now. 
And and so we have tickets to give away to the Florida State game. So should we should we do our trivia question now? Yeah, let's do it now so I can take the call during the break. And do you know get to keep the person on hold after they get okay. Strength, they so get here's strength. our trivia question for four four Louise. We have four here. Yeah, a pack of four, man. This is cool. Four tickets to the Virginia Tech Florida State women's game. Wow, this is like an Elite Eight Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> it really is. It matchup, really is right? good. Yeah, it is. Okay, so now we know that LeBron and Kareem are one two in the NBA scoring list, right? Mm-hmm. Because LeBron passed Kareem last night. One and two. LeBron James one. Kareem Abdul Jabbar is second all time in NBA scoring. Today's trivia question. Who is third? Third all-time leading scorer in the NBA. All-time, behind LeBron James right. and Kareem. To go and get the tickets for uh, Louise's offering, four tickets for the women. It's a nationally ranked game. It's, I mean, I mean, Tech may not be in the top ten, but they're a top ten team. I'm sorry, anybody who watched them play against NC State. All right, let's go to the uh, Louise Baker team hotline. I like saying that, especially when she's in here. Yay. All right, good morning. Who's this? Reggie. Hey, Reggie, how are you? All right, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Um, you heard Bill's question. We're looking for the third all-time leading scorer in the NBA. You get to go see the ladies, courtesy of Louise. Carl uh, Malone. Wow, you got Look it. Look at that. I thought that would be true. I did, too. <laughs> did you look that up, Reggie, or did you know <laughs> I would have guessed the guy at number four, by the way. Which is whom? Kobe Bryant. Kobe. No, I yeah. did not. All right. Well, Reggie, do me well, a good favor. for you. Yeah, it's awesome. like Carl Malone, one of the great players in the history of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Famer, gold absolutely. medal, dream team yeah, guy, you. remember? Yes. Yes. Amazing teammate. That's great. That's great. Reggie, uh, do me a favor. Stay on the line. I'll get your information. And uh, Louise, Reggie, got your tickets. Your first wow. packet. Congratulations, Reggie. I appreciate the that, man. Louise. The mailman. <laughs> the mailman. <laughs> He delivered all the time, as did Reggie. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We still have, by the way, the other pack of four for that other big game. And, boy, NC State coming back in here. Woo! It's going to be on when Tech plays the Wolfpack. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. we got Louise Baker in studio, Bill Roth joining us. We'll get the SMA update, the Baker team game of the week. It might be a football game this weekend. I'm not sure. And then the NRV Heart Clinic top three, plus more trivia and more tickets. Stay with us. Don't go away. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment the destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. You know, buying or selling a home is a really important decision. We'll trust that decision to the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda have combined experience of 40-plus years right here in the New River Valley. Check their website, nrvhomes.com, to search properties. They'll give you home field advantage in a competitive market. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. 
And we welcome you back, BDST here on a Wednesday. Louise Baker is in studio. Morning, Rick. Hey, great to have you here. You've already given away one set of four tickets. We have another set of four coming up here momentarily for trivia, and that's for the NC State rematch coming up on the 19th. So, yeah. And Bill's got the SMA update for us right now. Right, so we have our kids calling the uh, Virginia Tech-BC game tonight. Okay. But we have two quizzes today, two different quizzes. I'm going to give you a question and see if you can get it right. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Because we covered this in class. You missed it again. I did. I'm sorry. I know. (laughs) So so the analytics part of it is a lot of Nielsen ratings and that type of thing. So we look at who's on. Who had the higher TV rating last week? Big Monday with Virginia Tech-Duke? Or the NHL. Oh. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Okay. <laughs> yeah. One nationally televised game had 1.1 million viewers. Mm-hmm. One had 330,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. go on a limb and say. No, no. Think it through. <laughs> think it through. Think it through. I uh, hope it didn't have ice involved. <laughs> well, the Tech Duke game was a nooner on a Saturday, right? No, 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 no. The Big Monday game. Oh, the Big Monday. Game. Oh, the women's basketball. Prime game. time. We're talking prime time. Women's rating. basketball game. Okay. Um, Men. Men's, men's basketball. basketball game. Big Monday. Yeah. Big Monday. Virginia Tech Duke, right? Or the National Hockey League's nationally nationally televised game. I'm still going to go Virginia Tech Duke. Correct. All right. There we go. I kind of just figured. How much? What was the difference? Did you say? One point one million to three hundred and thirty something thousand. Wow. The NHL ratings are down twenty two percent this year as of February first. Over year-to-date, which is a bit surprising. The NHL seems to be doing very well in local markets. Yeah. In other words, when the Rangers play, everyone in New York watches. Sure. When sure. Boston plays, the Bruins in Boston, they're great. Nationally, they're having a hard time getting uh, traction. I don't know why, um, or at least why it's down so much over a year over last. Yeah, I'm not sure either, to be honest with you. It's a big drop, 22% year-to-date. And that's the TV package only, right? The TV numbers yes. only. So, hmm. I don't know. You and I are hockey guys, so I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand why it would be so low. I don't know. Louise, have you ever been to a hockey game? I have not. <laughs> it's sort of like there's others. Like I like it's wrestling and some of that where it's interesting to watch, but I don't know that I understand it. So we'll go, I need I'll lessons. I'll take you. Yeah. Thank you. That would be good. Plus, we found out Louise, like me, doesn't like ice, so maybe she's not in <laughs> <laughs> the cold weather. So maybe. Right. Yeah. I'm loving the 60s. All right. Before we get into the Baker team game of the week, Louise, you wanted to uh, talk a little bit about the springtime sports. We got some uh, things on the diamond happening with the baseball team. We do. You know, I really enjoyed being part of this. Left, you know, supported Rick for a number of years and Bill, too, on the Roth Report. And I love the idea of giving tickets, so I'm thinking about going into baseball. And Virginia Tech and UVA play the first weekend in April, April 1st, April 2nd. Tickets go on sale to get today. So I'm looking at a four-pack for Saturday's game and a four-pack for Sunday's game. Okay. And we'll figure out the details of that. All right. But All right. I really would love to do something at RU as well. All right. So if your listeners have, tell them to look up their schedule. If they have a particular game at RU in Radford they want to go to, We'll figure out tickets, and okay. we'll let them plan a weekend. All right. Sounds good to me. That'd be great. That'd be great to get the uh, the Diamond kids mm-hmm. involved. Really, yeah, it's going to be a really good spring on the Diamond for Hokies baseball and softball. Yes, so, agreed. NCAA teams with really good players. 
And even though Tech lost, people are going to think, well, Hokies lost all those guys from last year. Uh, Coach Chef thinks they're going to be really good. Mm-hmm. We had our baseball night in Blacksburg this past weekend with Chipper Jones headlining. Uh, he was our guest speaker here on uh, Saturday. And I heard you mention, by the way, uh, we, we were back at the Burnup House celebrating. Yes, that celebration. was awesome. So we, Mike, and, you know, Mike usually emcees the baseball night, but he was back with his grandkids at the house um, uh, picking up snow globes and everything else the kids <laughs> knocked over, but uh, celebrating his official 40th anniversary as the Hokies announcer. It was so great how you all kept that from him, by yeah. the way. He, he said he had no idea. His daughters were there. He, he, he told that me. Aaron came in from Denver and Jennifer awesome. Roanoke. And it was a lot of fun to surprise him. Coach Foster, Bud Foster. Uh, mm-hmm. We had uh, Coach Beamer on the court. Uh, videos from Bruce Arians, yes, yes, from Buzz Williams, from Seth Greenberg, from Jamon Gordon. It was really a, a nice ceremony. You look good on the castle floor, holding up that framed yeah, no, yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Saw, yeah somebody sent it. me a video of it. Yeah, you did. You look. You, that's where you can't drop that. <laughs> that's glass. <laughs> All right, now it's the Baker team game of the week. Uh, this isn't a shock, the one you decided. To yeah, go with. we got to. I'm, I'm figuring we have to go with the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. But we have to do our picks. Correct. So I'm going Eagles and the under. Eagles in a lower scoring game. I too am going Eagles, but I've got it like around a 30, 34 24 type of game. So mine's a little higher, I think, scoring-wise. We'll see. All Super right. Bowls are sometimes a little lower scoring, so your thought is probably I just like the Eagles' defense is just so good. It That's, is really good. A, all right, Louise? I'm going the opposite. Uh-oh. Here we go. Ooh. I love Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going <laughs> um, I'm going to the Chiefs because I just love their State Farm commercial as well. So, you know, you got to yeah, get it He does it a all nice job. He does. Yeah. He does. And uh, Andy <laughs> Reid is funny. I'm going to go the – the uh, Chiefs, and I think it's going to be 32-25. 32 Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So two of the Eagles and one for the Chiefs here on the program. All right, before we get into the final uh, ticket giveaway, it's time now for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right, so where are we going with the top three, my friend? Well, we know the Super Bowl is the second largest food holiday in our country. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Did you know that? A hundred million pounds of chicken wings will be consumed on Sunday. Wow. That's over a billion wings. Wow. It's also, this surprised me, but we're going to do it this week, actually. It's the second biggest grilling week of the year behind the 4th of July. Interesting. Hmm. I would not have guessed that. No, that surprised me a little bit, but I can see it. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Okay, Because, you know, it's going to be okay, I think, for us. But, like, like half the country, it's already warm, right? Yes, yes. So, um, and then over a million Americans will call into work sick on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) That I believe. That I believe. So, my top three Super Bowl (laughs) food items. Oh, I love this. Okay. Okay. for the record, we're going. We're going to go. I think we're going to go burgers or sliders as an addition this year. Okay, but number I like three, it. I like it. number three. I want. I want Louise's take on this. Buffalo chicken dip. Mm. I'm not a buffalo flavored person, Damn. so yeah, no for me. What, yeah, are you a seven layer dip? Yeah, that type, would be better. Yeah, That's better. Yeah, yeah. 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 I right. agree with uh, that. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, two pepperoni pizza. <laughs> Number one favorite. Yes. All right, that got a thumbs up. 
And the number one, uh, chicken wings. Yeah, I'm not a chicken wing person. I you're like not, a boneless wing, but I'm not much of it. So your Super Bowl, you're gonna you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have <laughs> seven layer dip pizza mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm sort of I like a cheese ball too. So I maybe I have Ooh. to throw in a cheese ball, something mm-hmm. a lot of different flavors. I like the cheese ball idea. Yeah. And by the way, if you're going to a Super Bowl party, pass on the veggie plate. Yes. Don't show up yeah, 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 it is on. not time for carrots. If you're eating a veggie Wait. plate, whatever team you're pulling for is going to lose. Yes. No. <laughs> exactly. You don't don't bring the veggie. If, if you don't want, if you want to go something light, go with a you know a light dessert. Yes. There you go. There Drink you go. a diet coke. Yes. Look, I did my part. All right, Bill. Do you have one final trivia question here for these uh, tickets for Virginia Tech women? Four of them, courtesy of Louise Baker, for the NC State game on Sunday, the nineteenth. Ooh, one more trivia question. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Let's 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 go quasi football. Okay. Okay. All right. So the Hokies play the Pitt Panthers on uh, at Lane Stadium this year. It'll be the fifth week of fifth game of the season. Okay. Uh, Pitt finished nine and four last year. Um, they've got a new quarterback, you know, right. the, uh, Boston College quarterback Phil Jacobin mm-hmm. has transferred in. Okay, you want to win tickets? Here's our trivia question. Okay, name the famous University of Pittsburgh alumnus who became a notable television star in children's programming. Ooh, name. This notable University of Pittsburgh alumnus who became a national television star for his role in children's programming. Okay. All he right. is a Pitt Panther. He's a Pitt Panther. All right. Well, let's go to the phone. 639-4900. A major television star. All right. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Royal. Hey, Royal. How are you? Did you hear Bill's question for the women's tickets? I sure did, and uh, would it be Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers is the guest from Royal. <laughs> um, how does your listeners get this stuff? <laughs> he knows it. Fred Rogers. <laughs> I mean, I thought, you know. I, mean, I know. I mean, I, who else could it? It wasn't Big Bird. Well, the Carl Malone thing still blows me away. It was one and out. Fre- what an Fred out. Rogers. Fred Rogers. Everybody's favorite Icon. Pit Panther. Yeah. Good Icon. for you. Good for you, Royal. I wondered if you'd call this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I was afraid I missed your question this morning because I was running behind getting out to work this morning and uh, just happened to turn on the radio and I said, wow, I didn't miss it yet. No, great. You got them. Look you, forward to the game. You got four tickets for NC State. Amazing. Yep. Women's basketball courtesy of Louise. Great stuff. So Thanks. This, this month in the Roth Report. Well, I appreciate online. that. I'll be over later here this morning and pick them up from you. All right. Sounds good, Roy. Appreciate you, man. Hey, thanks. Hey, my, uh, have football. a great day. Hey, you too. In my football preview, Ricky, on the uh, in the Roth Report on uh, online on Hokie Sports, I ran through the Hokies' twenty-three football schedule, and I put a famous alum of each school. Oh, I love it! I love it. That's so, good. for example, good. Fred Rogers went to Pitt. I like that. Yeah, Billy Crystal went to Marshall. Very cool. Very you know cool. That? No, Leonard, I did not. Leonard I Nimoy, Boston College. I did know that one. I'd heard that one before. Uh, I did Neil Armstrong one. went to Purdue. Really? Astronaut. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Uh, my all time, but my favorite all of all of this, and he fits in perfectly, is Rutgers, Northern Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. James Gandolfini went to Rutgers. Did he really? He's a Thomas Scarlet Brandon. Knight. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. <laughs> uh, well, great stuff, great trivia, Bill. Thanks so much, man. As always. Thanks to Louise. Thanks for, to uh, Louise. Helping yes. with you guys are welcome. tickets today. Yes. 
And good luck to the Tech women. The, the men play tonight, BC, but this women's game against Florida State is it's enormous. It's huge. Yeah, and, it is. Yeah, and, you know, the support in Castle just makes so much difference. Because you can even hear Coach Brooks say that attendance has really been up, and he appreciates it, the girls appreciate it, and it's important to them. It is. It is. All right, guys, have a great day. Stay safe. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. All right, there you go. That's Bill Roth in the Roth Report. Louise, thank you so much, as always. Have fun. Thank you. We'll take a break. Come back from one Hall of Famer to the next. David Teal, when we return. Stay with us. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. This is Rick Watson, voice of the Radford University Highlanders and host of Big Dog Sports Talk. Let me tell you about my friend Louise Baker with the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster. If you are looking to buy or sell here in the NRV, I can think of nobody better to take care of your real estate needs than Louise. She's meticulous, very detail-oriented, and will work to make what can be a very stressful time as stress-free as possible. Call Louise today for all of your real estate needs. You'll be glad you did. For more information, go to nrvhomes.com. That's nrvhomes.com. Thirty-seven minutes past the hour. Here, our thanks to Bill Roth and Louise Breaker. That was a lot of fun. Appreciate Louise so much for uh, providing those uh, tickets. Joining us now, he's the Hall of Famer from the Richmond Times Dispatch. One of the best that we've ever seen do it in the Commonwealth or beyond. His name is David Till. David, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Man, you had fun last night. Now, you were at a little different conference, uh, but you got to see the VCU Dayton game, right? Up close and personal. That was some good basketball. I did. Uh, not uh, not the result that the home team wanted, uh, but when you shoot 10 for 20 from the foul line and you go 0 for 9 beyond the arc in the second half... Ooh. A, you probably deserve to lose, and B, almost certainly you are going. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> and, and that's what exactly what happened, and that drops VCU into a first-place tie now in the Atlantic 10 with St. Louis, and they're lurking just a game behind as the preseason favorite date. Man, the Commonwealth's loaded with so much good basketball. And that, that, that environment, you know, Radford, we played down there earlier in the year. I mean, that that is as good of an environment as you're going to have, isn't it? Especially when you're down there on press row. The Peppins. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that band is so much fun. <laughs> it is. It is. And, and, and lends so much to that atmosphere. And try as they might, that, that home crowd could just not – Will the Rams over the finish line last night? Well, David, as always, there's so much I want to get your take on. Let's go back, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Now, Virginia responded well last night. Tech with a big win, a neat win. They really it was a must win after they dropped that Miami game on the road. And as Bill just pointed out, I mean, they're winning and they're going to win probably a little more. But boy, I tell you what, the net's going to take a hit, right, with some of these opponents that they have coming up. It is, Rick and. You know, I, I'm looking at that schedule, and the Hokies have eight games left. 
I think they got to win seven. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think, in terms of at large possibilities, and to, and to make it not a probability, but to give it a realistic chance, because you never know what's going to happen around the rest of the country with, with bid fees and the like, and how other so-called bubble teams will perform. Right. But if the Hokies drop more than one, I do not like their chances. Because if they drop more than one, Rick, they're sitting there at best 10-10 ten and ten in the league. Mm-hmm. A 500 team in that league, especially when your two big guns just aren't what they're supposed to be. Yeah, you're right. And for Virginia, I mean, maybe maybe that UVA game was something. I mean, the uh, Tech game something that'll help them. They look more like themselves last night against the Wolfpack, especially defensively. Yes. Wow. Yes. Season low fifty points for NC State, thirty below its average. Season low twelve points in the paint for NC State, as we knew he would at some point. Tony Bennett had to go back to a bigger lineup. And so much credit should be showered upon Caden Shedrick, who did not even get off the bench against Virginia Tech. We're talking about a former starter. He started 14 games a season. He'd only played, I believe, 30 minutes in the last six games combined. And he played 26 last night, gave him 10 points, six boards, and most important, was part of an effort that absolutely smothered D.J. Burns, who was riding the streak of nine straight double-figure games and forced him into six turnovers and held him to eight points. It was extraordinary defense last night. Well, the message in the practices after the Tech game well-received for the Cavaliers. I'm not surprised. And I think they're going to be more dangerous here as we head out the final bit of the regular season. He is the Hall of Famer David Teal joining us on the program. So – is Miami and Virginia, in whatever order you think right now, the best two teams in the league? Yes. Yeah. And and, and Clemson. I, I think Clemson's in the conversation. But, oh, by the way, Rick, let's everybody raise their hands who at 8.43 a.m. on February 8th <laughs> thought that Clemson, Pitt, and Virginia would be in a first-place tie in the ACC. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody, raise your hand. <laughs> Everybody's arm stays on the chair or desk, right? I mean, it's – and i got to bring this up because I watched Carolina play last night, David, and, and you follow this league Ooh. so closely. They look like they just flat out are interested in playing the game. I mean, that's the only way I can – I mean, they just got absolutely – and you saw – I mean, I just couldn't believe what I was watching last night. This team is not very good right now. I got a text last night from a friend of mine who is a North Carolina graduate. And he was, because I was, you know, I wasn't watching. I was at the VCU game. Right. I was kind of monitoring the score. And I knew they were behind early, but then I saw the halftime score. And he texted me, he said, we're terrible. And he, he may not be far from the truth. For whatever reason, they are not engaged 24-7. They need to be, or they may not make the NCAA tournament. Well, and I just think, for my money, it goes back to something you and I discussed, I guess, a a month or two ago, David. And now watch those guys and, and watching it. 
The camera yep. the camera catches it on the sideline. They're laughing together. I see Caleb Love and Armando Baycott. They're down 26. They're pulled out of the game. Hey, they got a big bank account. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what else it can be because this is the same coach who in the first year took them on a Final Four run. And in year two, they just look like, okay, uh, we're out here doing whatever we need to do to uphold our contract. That's my opinion. It's essentially the same team, Rick. But remember, around this time last year, they were in danger of not making the tournament. They were only an eight seed last year. Right. And that was after beating Duke at Cameron in the regular season finale. This is a team that lost to a bad pit squad at home in February last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they are prone to these extended periods where they appear not to care. And on the other side, their rival Duke, I mean, Miami, much like what Wake did to Carolina, did the same thing, didn't they, the previous night? Oh, gosh. And that, I think, Rick, I don't think that was a function of not caring enough. No, no. I think that that was a function of being too young to handle a Saturday emotional rivalry win over Carolina. And then 48 hours later, you are on the road against probably the best offense in the ACC. And they were lost from the beginning. And John Shire said afterward, hey, we got to grow up because this is how the NCAA tournament works. You play on Thursday, you play on Saturday. Or you play on Friday, you play on Sunday. This is the real world. So let's figure this out. Let's not use excuses. And I am incredibly interested for Saturday afternoon in Charlottesville when Duke comes to town to see how the Blue Devils have responded. Well, and as to your point about you know, raise your hand if you had those other three teams tied this time of year, raise your hand if you actually had a serious discussion going on with your friends or fellow fans that maybe Duke and Carolina both could miss the NCAA tournament if they don't turn it around. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. It could be. Duke's going to make Duke, – Duke's resume is pretty darn solid, and they, they'd essentially have to fall off the cliff. Carolina's a totally different story. Right, right. David Teal joining us on the program, the award-winning and Hall of Fame journalist. Uh, and I asked about real quick. I got to ask you about this before I let you go. And, and Bill talked about it, and he wasn't very happy with the comments. I mean, Jim Beheim. Um, oh. <laughs> I want your take on the things he had to say that he's walked back, and also Gino, who made some very, very curious comments toward the South Carolina program. I didn't. I'll be perfectly frank. Rick, I did not read Gino's comments. I saw where Dawn Staley came back at him. Yes. Now, tell you what, he picked the fight with the wrong <laughs> He did. He did. Because Dawn is, I mean, she was an All-American player and a Hall of Fame player for a reason, because she is Philly tough and takes no gruff from anyone. So he's picking a fight with the wrong, wrong coach. Agreed. Um, so I'll reserve comment there okay. until I read Dino's remarks. Sure. But... Jim Beheim was so out of bounds. And it's it's a guy who clearly thinks always that he's the smartest dude in the room. Yeah, you're right. And he's walk he's walking with Pete Thamel after a press conference 
And he's he's just he's being arrogant. He, oh, you know, Wake Forest and Pitt in Miami, they they bought their teams. And it's like number one, those deals are all within the rules. Right. Number two, deal with it. And if you don't want to deal with it, if you're so miserable, there's the exit door. And something else that I talked about earlier. I mean, back when the NCAA was actually still a thing, I mean, they, how many times they did they knock on Syracuse's door with allegations? So let's don't act like this is something that, you know, oh my goodness, I'm so surprised to see money being thrown around. Come on. He was, he was twice shown to be in violation. His program was twice shown to be in violation of the rule book. Now, you can call the NCAA rule book silly, and in often case it is, but that doesn't mask the fact that his program was sanctioned twice. So get off your soapbox. Yeah, you know? right. I couldn't agree more. What is your what's your travel plans coming up now? Where else Where else are you going to dodge? I guess the Charlottesville Duke game that really intrigues you, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I'll, 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 I'll be there, and then I think that there are no midweek games next week. Everybody's on the road, too far away. The games aren't that good, and then I imagine that next Saturday, a week, I will be in Blacksburg to see the Hokies and Pitt. Well, we look forward to seeing you. Looking forward to you getting back to the New River Valley, David. As always, uh, thanks for everything. And the podcast up and going, what are you you and Barbara talking about this week? We're going to talk in about an hour and a half. Awesome. I imagine we'll talk about many of the same things you and I just talked about. Yes, just in greater detail. I can't wait. I love it every week. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right, my friends, stay safe, and uh, thanks as always. All right, Rick, be well. There you go. You too. There you go. That's the Hall of Famer, David Teal. Great takes all the way around, and we all agree that uh, Jim Beheim just take a hike at this point. Just go away. Just go away. We're coming back, wrapping up what's been a busy, busy Wednesday. We'll recap, talk about the Thursday program when we return. Stay with us. Hope you're having a great start to your morning. And as always, thank you so much for making us part of your day. You're going to have a nice one. Temperatures around 60 degrees in February. Yes, have some. won't sit, but oh boy does he speak. More Big Dog Sports Talk next on WRAD. to uh, Keon Brown, Bill Roth, Louise Baker. Thanks so much, Louise, for the tickets and all your support. And, of course, David Teal, the Hall of Fame third hour. Good stuff. 
little Ronnie and the uh, Ronettes there. Never get tired of that. Um, don't forget tomorrow night, Radford University, back on national TV. And we'll have a uh, big time of it. Big time of it tomorrow. Come see us. Let's get the Deadman all cranked out and filled the capacity once again. Gardner-Webb, take away the pomp and circumstance of TV away from it. You have a Radford team that's won nine in a row. You have a Gardner-Webb team that has won five in a row. Both of those teams, very, very good and both capable of winning the Big South Tournament. I mean, it's right there. But anyway, we will plan on that. Come see us. And no, Wayne. Wayne says Rick loves the Dirty Dancing music. No, that was a great song before Dirty Dancing tried to ruin it. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your day. Thanks again to Keon, Louise, Bill, and David Teal. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Take care. Center for. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, New River Valley.